back to the New York Sports Exchange, episode number 112. Is Daniel Jones the guy? Was he ever the guy? <laughs> really? Are we asking? We should ask those questions. I hate sports. I hate Don't everything. we all? It's just, don't we all? <laughs> it's never-ending suffering. To, Jets lose to the Chiefs. Uh, Giants lose in embarrassing fashion to the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night. We'll give our recaps of that. Baseball playoffs are already underway. As we are recording right now, the Rangers are up 4 nothing against the Rays in the bottom of the seventh. The Twins are up 2 nothing in the top of the second against the Blue Jays. We will give our uh, predictions for the playoffs. Zoned out for a second. I, know, I was just zoned what out for a second. Fuck? I was like dead staring at you. I know. I was zoned out. My out. fault. That's what, that's what caught me so off guard. Uh, we will give a preview or our predictions, sorry, for uh, the playoffs as well, who we like for the World Series, World Series MVP, all that great stuff. NBA, Drew Holiday, finally gets traded to a contender, goes to the Boston Celtics. A lot of key pieces for the Celtics go to Portland. Portland's got themselves a squad. They could be very uh, – They could be a sneaky yeah, – very interesting team. I don't want to say sneaky very... just because it's still the Portland Trailblazers, but they could be very interesting with what they got back. And, and it's a 10 10- – team playoff but nonetheless uh so let's just dive into playoff yes. interesting <laughs> let's just dive into the postseason right away we'll go series by series uh let's start off with this probably the most interesting <clears throat> one out of the out of the four wild card series twins and the blue jays twins are already up uh two nothing on the blue jays um tim what do you like i have your brat so just tell everyone uh who you have in this series and then give your reasoning and then si- and then we'll build uh, off of that. I took the Blue Jays. Um, I, I I know they're a lower seed, but they still had a ton of wins. And and I'm just going strictly off firepower of what they had. This is the MLB playoffs. This is where if the stars show up, the stars show up. And they have a lot of guys that can really show up and show out. I, I like Vlad. I like Boba Shett, I like George Springer. I like the team they have. I love their lineup. I just don't see – I mean, it's the Twins. Come on. They constantly blow it in the wild card. There's nothing nothing for me that's making me feel like they're going to come out on top here. So give me the Blue Jays over the Twins. I'm going to say in three. I like three. I like okay. three games. Um, I went with the opposite. I went with the Twins. Uh, I really like the Twins pitching. I really love Pablo Lopez. I really like Sonny Gray this year. Chris Paddock has had a revival in the second half of the season. I know the offense doesn't really have as much names. You know, they have Correa, but, you know, uh, Royce Lewis has been – very quiet. He's been a force. Uh, literally just hit a two-run home run in the first inning. Um, <laughs> uh, they've played great defense. Uh, Michael A. Taylor is a great center fielder. Uh, they've got great young players that uh, – there's a reason why they won the division. I know that division was bad, but I definitely think that the Twins can definitely sneak out of this one. I do not have them sweeping. I have them winning in three. It's just that the pitching for Toronto doesn't really – move me as much. I know Kevin Gosman's a really good pitcher. Um, what's his name? He used to be in the tw- – oh, Jose Berrios. Has not has had his ups, has had his ups, downs. Very, has- very up and down for him in, yeah. in this stint in Toronto. Chris Bassett has also done pretty well, but I really like – I think the Twins do a better job. Plus that bullpen for the Twins too. Yoan Duran is just one of, if not the best closer in baseball right now. Give me the Twins in three. In front of the home crowd, too. I feel like people don't – most of the time, the Twins have 
I know they've lost 18 straight playoff games, which is like <laughs> embarrassing. I don't think the record, yeah, it's yeah, embarrassing. On its own. But think of the most of those games, they did not have home field advantage. I think the only time where they had home field advantage was in 2020 when there wasn't even a crowd. So I think the Twins home, I think Target Field's going to be rocking this series. Give me the Twins. All right. Next up, we got this is this one's a shocker. We're at the end of seven here. Jordan Montgomery has thrown seven scoreless. Rangers up four nothing. Tim, who do you have? Oh, oh yeah, I was shocked by this one. There's a reason I have them going to the World Series. I, <laughs> listen, I, I I know again they've dealt with some injuries. Or I know the Groms. I don't know if he's coming back. I know he went out, went down. You know, Scherzer goes out. I know they've taken hits in pitching, but I just, again, it's firepower in the playoffs, and they have a lineup full of studs. They got two, Marcus Sim in. They got Corey Seager, Josh Young. I mean, this team can hit. They can put runs on the on the board, and I think they're going to continue to do that. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe because I was watching some of that Texas 2011, you know, 2013. the <laughs> Nelson Cruz, Josh Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> some of those highlights. Maybe that was getting me fired up for this, but. I think they take. I think they take this over the Rays in two. I don't. I think they take care of business against the Rays. Wow, you're calling a sweep Oakland. here. Listen, the Rays have had their struggles all year long. They started off really hot. They were dealing with some pitching injuries. I just, I'm, I'm high on Texas, and I think they get it done in two. And they're showing out right now. So I'm, I'm yeah. back. They're backing me up. I, I took the Rays solely. I, I took the Rays because of the injuries to the pitching staff for Texas. You know, Nate Evaldi's coming off the IL. They lose Max Scherzer for the season. I know the I know they have a very high powered offense, but there's just something about the Rays that always like comes in the back of my mind where I'm just. I like, mean, it's because you, know you got to deal. With, they beat you in what, like yeah, in nineteen. Yeah, it sure. sucks. Twenty twenty, twenty twenty. They beat fault. us, and then they yeah. But then you know they were a, a dominant one seed the next year. They just still find ways to like make the playoffs and win these series like out of nowhere. But after watching what happened, they've had four errors. In seven innings, that's bad. Yeah. On your home yeah. field, too, that's bad. That's really I, bad. I know they have a ton of playoff performers, and I see where you're going with this pick, but Texas reminds me last year, they just have some of that Philly magic. Something about this team. Okay. They, they, they okay. might not have dominant pitching. They might not have great fielding, but but they can hit the fuck out of the ball, and I really think that's what they're going to continue to do. So let's keep, let's, let's keep it up, Texas. Let's keep it up. I want this bracket to be perfect. All right. Uh, we move on to the National League. Uh, move on. Yeah, let's go with the Diamondbacks and the Brewers here. This one's the this one's definitely interesting. Solely be like I don't really know who to take in this one because you know Diamondbacks they have Gallon. He's not starting game one. They have this I don't want to call it high powered offense, but they just find ways to win games. You know they made the moves at the deadline. They go get Tommy Pham. They get Paul Seawald. The Brewers on the other hand. They look good. And this pitching, I know they lost, they lose Brandon Woodruff for the wild card series. But they'll, do they get him back? Like, that's the thing with the Brewers. I feel like they always make it, but then something happens. Something like an injury happens. Like, remember that thing with Devin Williams? Was that yeah. last year, just a couple no. of years ago? But, but they still got some guys in that rotation. Corbin Burns, they still got Freddy Peralta. Freddy, uh, yeah, they, I, I think, again, Arizona is a team that started off really hot. They were a high I roller. Saw, I just saw the lineup. The what is Brewers. 
Guess who's starting at third base? Donaldson? Yep. Jesus. Oh, Makes me want to not take back this pick, but I... <laughs> again, Arizona started off very hot. They were one of those top teams straight off the bat. It was, you know, them and Tampa Bay. They, they you know, gradually cooled down. They dealt with a little bit of injury, but nothing too crazy. Corbin Carroll had a great year. I just... I think this this Arizona team is is one of those teams that kind of, you know, they snuck into the playoffs like Nashville Predator-esque if you want to go back yeah. to uh, they just got in there, <laughs> they 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 just get in, you know, the so last team the in. in game 1 is what I'm getting. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not making that mistake twice. I think the Brewers actually win this in two. I, I don't think they have too much of a problem with Arizona. I I mean again, I've I watched them play against the Mets. I saw a couple of their series I just they don't have enough for me yet, and and I'm, that's saying yet because they're young, they're going to get better, they're obviously going to develop, but right now is not their time. I'm going to take Milwaukee in two. Yeah, I'm going to go with Milwaukee too, but I think that it's going to go to three solely because of Zach Allen. I think when he, I think he's taking game two, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, it would make sense because you know if they go down one zero, backs against the wall. If they go up one zero, they have a chance to win the series. You got your best pitcher on the mound. But I just think the pitching for uh, Milwaukee is just too much. You know, you got Devin Williams at the bullpen, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta have been absolutely phenomenal this year. I know they lose Brandon Woodruff, but it's it, it's a it, there's a really good shot here. Wilson Contreras has been phenomenal. Uh, they got Mark Canna, uh, Yelich. There's has a had some, again, yeah. There's a reason they're the three seed. There's a reason they're the three yeah. seed. Not because they were in a bad division, because you know the <laughs> the Cubs were. Uh, Slowly but surely uh, making their case. But, uh, yeah, I got the Brewers. Brewers in three. I would not be shocked if they take it in two. It just all depends on that Zach Allen game. Uh, next wild card series. Uh, Phillies and Marlins. This one's interesting. I, I think Red this, October, I, baby. It's a red October. Yeah, no. I, I, I understand the interesting aspect of what, you know, yeah, the pitching Miami said, has. And, I said, and, I said the, the most interesting one is Twins, Blue Jays, and then proceeded to call the rest of the three very interesting. They are all, again, they're all very interesting. I understand what you're saying. The pitching Miami has, they're, they're uh, I don't want to say they're like a younger lineup, but they, they have some hitters. This is a team that, let's be honest, no one at the beginning of the year expected to be in this spot. So yeah. I'm gonna give them props for that, but they made the right moves at the deadline, though they did. And they did off season two because when's the last time there was a win-win trade? You know, they trade Pablo Lopez, who's now the ace of the Twins. They go get Luisa Rise, who's just one of the, one of the best hitting seasons that we've one of the best hitting seasons that we've seen in, yeah. in a while. At the deadline, they turn nothing into something with Josh Bell. Nobody wanted to take on that new contract that he got from Cleveland. Kim Ang took a risk and it it delivered. Jake Berger has been phenomenal with I think he's got like a ninety five weighted one weighted runs created plus. So props to the Marlins, but I just don't see a world. Red October, baby. Yeah. This did lineup's you getting... did you did you see that hype video? No, I didn't see it. it. At the end, it was like Michael Michael Lorenzo was like if you. He's like, if you're not, he basically said, if you're not hype, then get the fuck out of Philly. <laughs> That's what he said. I guess I'd do I was my like, job. I was like, I was locked in after that one. But yeah, I got the Phillies here. It, it's, a, it's a red October. I know I'm very anti Philly, but everyone's anti Philly. Phillies. And I'm still surprised. With the Mar- I'm still, still with the Marlins, though, too. The fact that they made the playoffs with how terrible of a year Sandy Alcantara had. 
That's what I'm saying. You got to take the wins you can, you can get. But I'm 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 think Phillies in two. I don't think this is too much for them. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Tim, you have the Twins and the Astros, and no, sorry, the Blue Jays and the Astros, and the Rangers and the Orioles in the ALDS. In the NLDS, you have the Brewers and the Dodgers and the Phillies and the Braves. Let's go with. Uh, Let's start on the AL side. Astros twin. Uh, Astros twins. Astros Blue Jays. I can't talk. Uh, obviously, you you have the Astros advancing here. What's it going to come down to? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, the Astros check every box for me over the Blue Jays. I it almost. I want to say every position wise, but they just they match them equally in hitting. I would say. And, and their pitching staff is just much deeper. The rotation's much better. You know, you, you have Verlander, you have Framer Valdez, you, you have guys that are efficient out of the pen. They're a, they're a playoff-built team. We've seen them win constantly. This isn't anything new. I I don't think the Blue Jays are too much of a problem for them, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, maybe they win one game. I don't, I don't think Houston has too much of a problem with them. It's really going to take a show-out performance from Bo Bichette and their high hitters like Vlad Guerrero Jr., who really need to have, like, her as well. I mean, almost like a Daniel Murphy type playoff run. They're going to need a guy like that to step up, and and we'll see what happens. Maybe a Rosarena type situation, you know, occurs. Maybe someone goes off crazy. We'll see. But I don't know. Right now, it's Houston all the way for me, and and I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. Um, for my side of the bracket, I've Houston advancing. Obviously, again, I know Minnesota's pitching is very good. I just think that this offense for Houston is just way too high powered. I know. Altuve had a shortened year. Jeremy Payne didn't have that great of a year. Uh, Jordan Alvarez had a shortened year as well. But I just, how can you not, how can you not back the Astros? As much as I fucking hate them, how could you not back the Astros in in a playoff situation? Because that's just that's a horrible call in Minnesota. But anyway, um, yeah, I got the Astros going to the ALCS. Um, We'll go to the bottom of the AL bracket. I have the Rays actually beating the Orioles and going to the ALCS solely because there was a point of the year, like very like late on in the year, where the Rays jumped the Orioles in the division and was leading by a half game, and then it all collapsed down. I think the I mean now I mean I know the Rays are almost getting whomped right now for nothing, but I really again it's the Rays like they always find themselves in a spot like this. I do they're have a to go team. to the ALCS. They find yeah, ways to win. Very, yeah. And I know they lost a lot of guys because of, uh, you know, Wander Franco. But nonetheless, I have them going to the ALCS. I have them losing in the ALCS, though. I have the Astros going to the World Series. Tim will go to the National League now. Dodgers and well, Bru- Or no. Sorry. I don't even have the Rays Rangers, moving on. Rangers, Rangers and, Orioles. and Orioles. Sorry. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I didn't take the Rays to move on again. I'm I'm really high in this Rangers team, and and I'm taking them to beat the Orioles. I think this is a very, 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 very close series. It's going to come down to one game. Um, I just I, I love the Orioles lineup. I understand the firepower they have. For me, right now, is they're just too young, and I know you know you, you find young heroes all the time in the MLB playoffs, especially more than any other sport. But I, for me, right now, I just don't I don't see them this young of a team led by a 22-year-old, 23-year-old catcher. You know, you have a 20-year-old 20, 20 shortstop. I just think they're too young. They don't have the pitching yet. 
They'll get it done in the next two or three years. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with. But I think Texas takes over, and this firepower lineup goes nuclear. I'm expecting a huge playoff from Josh Young. I think this this is the this is this is their key piece. Josh Young has a big playoffs. This team is World Series bound, and that's why I have him there. All right, um, you definitely have the right reasoning. It's just that I, I can never trust the Ray. I, I can never trust the Rays to like be sitting ducks in the first round. Um, let's go to the National League. Uh, Braves Phillies in the uh, NLDS. I'm, I believe both of our brackets. I mean, I think the I think the Braves get revenge here. Yeah, I don't think it's a question. I think they get it done real quick. Oh, oh <laughs> shit! Oh, Tim's frozen. This isn't good. Do you hear me? Um, you hear me? Yeah, but I think the Braves get uh, revenge here. I think that just this offense is just way too high powered. I think that the pitching for Atlanta is just so much better than Phillies, and that's. I mean, it's just like a simple way of putting it, but. I just think that this is one of the best teams that we have seen in years, and it's going to be hard to beat the Braves. All right. You're doing so well. You're like 15 minutes in. Tim was doing great. Let's see what's happening here. You're doing so well. Ah. You gotta come back though. Ready? There he is. <laughs> oh no, now he's up. Oh, Tim? There we go. Hello. <laughs> Hello. There we go. We were doing we were doing well. We were doing well. Seventeen minutes without a fuck up. That's like pretty impressive. What do you think about it? farthest we've gone <laughs> he's again. Jesus Christ <laughs> oh god we may not make it we, we may not make it out alive um This is like that meme. We should start a podcast. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Tim? This ain't good. Oh, God. Yep, he's gone. <laughs> I'm going to play the Jeopardy music. Oh. Let's see. Are we good? Don't say anything. <laughs> say something now. Bro, I, mm. bro, mm. oh god, can you even hear me, stupid Jody? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, oh, now he's gone. <laughs> Damn. 
This is going to be a pain in the ass. Oh, God. Are we good? Oh no, I can't. Roll with it right. Roll, roll with it right now until it stops working. Let's just go. <laughs> okay. Um, I already mentioned Phillies Braves, so go for it. Phillies Braves. Uh, it's a slaughter. This is the best baseball team I've ever watched in my entire life. I don't think there's been a deeper lineup Please since so whatever they had '93. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, no, God, dude, I'm fucking stopping this. Hey, guys. <laughs> Listen, an it's interesting end to that things? episode. Yes, yeah, very interesting yeah. end to, to what happened yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. It's now Wednesday. So, uh, to recap, Rays beat the Rangers, Twins beat the Blue Jays. D-Bags beat the Brewers, and the Phillies beat the Marlins. Um, let's just put it this way. We both have the Braves winning the World Series. Like, I mean, and, <laughs> let, let's just, let's, and I'm just going to say this. If you don't have them winning the World Series, then you didn't watch them play this year. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Because from every single, every single position, from pitching staff, from bullpen, from debt, they have every check on my checklist boxed off. And I think they're better than every single team in the MLB. And, and and this is me saying this. You may not feel the same way, Stan, but this might be the greatest baseball team I've ever watched. This genuinely might be the greatest team I've ever watched. I know you're probably going to say the 09 Yankees, something like that. Not the 09. Uh, this is probably the greatest baseball team I've ever this, watched. You just got to – you look at it from yeah. a lineup perspective. You look at it from an uh, from an output perspective, about how many home runs hitters they have. They have like 10 guys with 10 home runs. They have two all-star catchers. I mean, this – team loses freddie freeman not too long ago they replaced him with a guy like matt olson who's better not better but almost the same you would say it's not much worse i i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't my mic unplugged i think yeah no. what whatever this but, thing's a piece of shit anyway but nonetheless what what else could go wrong um listen if if you're gonna if you're gonna take any of our bets and any of our futures, anything that we put out there, my future bet for you is to right now put money in the Atlanta Braves to win the World Series. I don't see a world where they lose unless they collapse, and I don't see that happening. So, I would put money on the Braves. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. All right, on to football. Uh, actually, no, Buck Showalter uh, fired, resigned. What what are we saying here? It, it seems like. Uh... <laughs> 
it, it seems like David Stern kind of just, or David's, but he, he kind of just took over. Oh yeah, no, David, David Stern's is now the president of baseball operations. So from what I from what I heard and from what I think the world swirling, the word swirling around is that they didn't even have a conversation with Buck before they decided to pull the plug on him. I'm if if you're a Mets fan, you knew this was coming. I'm not upset about it. I mean, the Buck show didn't work out like we wanted it to last year was a disappointment. This year was even worse. He's old. You know, it sometimes you just, you just got to move on. The team needs a new face. They need a new spark in this locker room. I don't know what's wrong with them. They, they have all the intangibles to be a good team. They have the names. They, they had the pitching. Um, it's time for a fresh face and I'm excited to see what they're going to do next year. This off season's huge. There's a lot of guys they can go out and get that Japanese pitchers. First guy on the radar. I would love to see him brought Yoshinobu. in. Oof, he and Kodai Sengai could be a force to be reckoned with in this division. You know, Shohei's name's getting thrown around. I'm just excited for what they're going to do in this offseason. Baseball is, and you could you could call me out and say I'm wrong, but you don't really need, it's not like a head coaching job, okay? This isn't going to, you know, getting a new manager doesn't change everything, but it, it'll bring a fresh face, a fresh start, and, and I'm excited to see where the Mets go from here. Yeah. Um... One more thing, though, too. Do they? Does David Stern snag Craig Council? Is that a possibility? It is a possibility, and I'm not writing it off. Okay. But from like the way he operates, from what I've seen so far, is we're not. I I don't know if we're gonna hear much until the move's done. Sort of like a Lou Lamorello type situation where, yeah, like, you're not. You, you know, I'm not. We didn't again. There was no buck speculation before this. As Mets fans, we were all speculating, but there was no real like, hey, you know, building up to this point, like he's going to get fired. Like Stern took over, and it was immediate. He's like, we're revamping this team. This year was a disappointment. You have the highest payroll. You don't even win. You're not even a 500 team. It's time mm-hmm. to move on. It's time. It's time to move on. Yeah, I agree. Um, we just broke a ladder record. We're on to day three, which is surprising. Day one was a shit show. Because even even though it hit, it was Daniel Jones overthrowing attempts, and it was just a shit show. Um, Twins money line hit on Tuesday. What are we thinking for Wednesday? Because I'm sort of on. I'm kind sort of on. Uh, what 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 are we thinking? Are we sticking with baseball? There's college football on tonight. I think you got to go baseball. I mean. Playoff start. You got it. You got to ride. You got to ride the baseball high. <laughs> okay. Um. So what are we thinking? Let's just cook it up like right now. While we're at mm. it. I mean, we could go. We could go with the Twins again, unless it's like too inflated. Then I'll maybe. Phillies at minus one fifty-five. Nah. One. It's a red October. It's a red October. Phillies. <laughs> All right, uh, Phillies, Phillies first four innings money line. First five? First five. What's that look like? Because that's kind of, I'm okay with that. I think they get out hot. Let me check the FanDuel line. And then it could definitely work. I don't want to touch this Arizona game. I know Zach Allen's pitching, but this is a Brewers team on the ropes. I don't know how this is going to play out. 160. <sighs> yeah, that's way too much juice. I mean, why not? You could do a prop. Nah, Jays to win. I'm feeling the Blue Jays tonight. I have to no, move it on. I'm not feeling I, the Blue Jays. I don't tonight. think they. Oh, no. I'm not feeling it. So you want to look at Texas? I mean, I, 
the Texas Rays game. I don't want to look at that either. I don't want to look. We could go with a prop, maybe. Like we could go with like Bobochet over one and a half bases. Yeah, maybe something like that. Let's like, do one. Oh, look at look at some stars. Let's go. Let's let's take someone uh, that we think's gonna have a big day, and let's go one over one and a half bases. How about that? I'm okay with that. Let's just hang on. Let me check if it's like on like I would assume it's on like FanDuel or something like that. Um, all I see is like pitching shit though. Like that, I know. I want like give me some hitters. Give me some hitters. Come on. What's Aaron Nola's over on strikeouts? Um, I don't think it's a lot because he hasn't really had that right of a year. Uh, five and a half at minus one fifty. Mm, that's up to you. Runs maybe. You know what we could do? You want to do a Nerfy? Nerfy in the Brewers Diamondbacks game. Yeah, let's see what that's up there. That might be a lot, but let's see. What's that? Okay, minus 136. No runs first yeah, inning. No it. runs first that's inning, fine. Diamondbacks, Spurs. Lock it in, 7, 7 p.m. tonight, be glued to that TV. That's what we're taking. Boom. Yep. Perfect. I'm locking in the bet right now. Love it. Perfect. All right, let's go to the NFL. Uh, which which disaster do we want to talk first? Uh, Jets or Giants? <laughs> which disaster? Uh start with, start with the Giants. Let's start. Let's start on Monday night. Let's yeah. let's just backtrack. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was truly awful. I mean, that was like a must win game gone totally totally wrong and i'm just i'm still like shell shell like this is like truly that that was a season defined that was a season defining loss right there because and i know that andrew thomas was out i know that saquon was out but at the same time like i kind of have to just stop and think to myself and i i i don't think and, like, I know I'm a big Daniel Jones guy. What a playoff game for us. I just don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. I mean, it's really, it is really hard. Really hard to, uh, to, to like, really feel confident for this Giants team after that game. Because. Uh, yeah, especially with the schedule coming up, too. Like, at, I, you're, you're, at Buffalo. On primetime television again. You got to think. Listen, your O-line's banged up. Your number one offensive weapon's banged up. Daniel Jones looks a little nervous in the pocket. I mean, I, I rightfully so. He got sacked 11 Daniel times. Jones. Got sacked 11 Daniel, times. Yeah. That, honestly, in all my, like, I know the Giants have had a shitty O-line for the last, like, 10 years. That is the worst offensive line performance I think I've ever seen from the Giants within the last 10 years. Like, I, this is just, like, ugh. And we, and we, you can go back to crucial moments. I know Not the fumble, fun. whatever. He's got fumble, he's got fumble problems, whatever. The pick in the red zone, he yeah, threw, he it was a bad read. Yeah, yeah, but the pick in the, I mean, the pick in the red zone. Listen, he had no time to get rid of that ball. He had no time to make a second read. No time to make another decision. He was solely well, locked in. He my, was getting killed. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with the interception. My thing with the interception was, 
they're they were running no huddle, and I feel like that sort of fucked with Jones a little bit because it forced him to make quick decisions. I, I feel like when they weren't running the no huddle, he was running the offense well. He was able to make like the right read, the right decision. When they were going no huddle, his brain—I don't know—I guess his internal clock, his mind was all like fucked up, and he was le- it was leading him to do stupid shit. Now that's no excuse. I feel like every quarterback should be able to run the no- to utilize the no huddle offense, but it, it just the talent on the f- the talent on the field is not there. And I know that you know last year you win a playoff game on the road, you kind of left the front, you kind of left Joe left Joe Shea with no choice to give him the money because why would you get rid of a quarterback that won you a playoff game for the first time in years? And that's just how yeah. it is. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not, what I this, understand what this means I, for next year. I have no idea. I understand the re-signing. I get it. You know, we're in a new age where if you find a guy that works quarterback wise, you're going to take him. I mean, you look at the Brock Purdy's look at even, you know, the Kirk cousins, the, the Ryan Tannehill's, you know, they're not superstar quarterbacks, but they get the job done. Last year, what I saw the Giants, they had a lot of creativity in their offense. There was a lot of, you know, a little bit of trick play schemes. There was a lot more chemistry. I, I, I'm just not seeing anything this year. You know, like last year, they always kept you on your toes. They, they, you know, they, they were mixing things up. They, they had that run game. They had that effective run game that made you, you know, bring pressure and, and yeah. bring some linebackers in and they can move the football. Right now, I know he's, you know, I know Saquon's out. Matt Burita's Matt Burita, but they just, they can't move the ball. They really can't move the ball. They and, can't. And this is this is a Seahawks defense who is good, but I wouldn't put them as you know a top defense in the league. They go to Buffalo. Matt Milano is going to have like two picks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so bad, and it's like the one like it's it's funny though because like I knowing the Giants, they go into Buffalo and win. Like this is like <laughs> knowing the Giants. You know, Dable knows the offense. It's like basically the same staff except for Dable. And, oh my god it's just I, gonna be funny to watch but if you seriously like, i mean if you, you like i'm starting to like notice a trend though here tim do you remember the first year of ben McAdoo where you know they go they go to the playoffs i know they lost in the wild card game to aaron Rodgers and the packers but the next year they get brandon marshall they have this loaded receiving core they're like all hyped up about this receiving core they have all these nationally televised games and they were probably one of the worst giant teams I think I've ever watched in my in all in my twenty years of life. And just watching them on national TV all the time, and they just kept on losing and losing and losing and losing and losing. It was awful. Like it, it was yeah. just being embarrassed on the national stage just is disgusting. And and to be honest with you, right now there's nothing showing me that's going to change. If you you go back to week one, they get blown out. You know that that Arizona they they lose well, week two. Here, yeah, but that, that Arizona game. I mean, listen, they have no business winning that football game. Okay, Arizona blows it in the second they half. Don't. They don't. So realistically, we're looking at like an zero fourteen. You know, they get a miracle win in Arizona. Whatever, they're one and three. I, I I just know week by week, I've seen no progression. I've seen nothing. Nothing that makes me. You know, at least with the Jets with Zach Wilson, I'm seeing this KC game. You know. He's moving the ball better. He looks more comfortable in the pocket. They're adapting. You know, they're 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 working. They're moving the ball a lot better. The playbook, you know, it feels a lot better fit towards his scheme. I just every time I turn these Giants on, it's nothing. I mean, it's constant three and yeah. out, three and out turnover. You know, they do get a chance on the red zone. They don't. They're not successful. I don't know. It's it's got to be frustrating for you. It's frustrating for me just as a sports fan. You know, trying to watch a Giants game 
and they they look terrible. But but right now they're in a deep hole, and then there's not much that not much for me. It looks like it's going to change. Stan. <laughs> Oh God! Well, I don't know where Stan is. <laughs> I'm ready to fucking lose my mind. <laughs> oh God! Portland man, your Wi-Fi is hello. Yeah, I, I, I can hello. hear you. I can hear you. Tim? Oh, God. <laughs> like, how? How? How can we, like, there's, I don't know how to fix this then. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to call him. This is a, this is a fucking disaster. Tim? Can you hear me through the computer? Nope. This is a fucking... Like, I don't know what to do. Try refreshing. Try refreshing your page. I know, I know. Then we'll just... I mean, it'll save where we're at. Well, I'm still in the studio, so it's going to record. But we'll just cut this part out. Yep. Good. Can you hear me? Through there, yeah. yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, turn your mic off. Uh, turn your uh, camera off. All right. Turn your camera off. <sighs> Yeah, right. it's off. This is better. All right, we're here good? we go. Just fucking yeah. All right, so br- back to the Giants because this is just like brutal that we have to deal with this. But this is what college Wi-Fi is like. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, like I don't, uh, we're like we're trying to find ways to fix it. We're trying. We all will these eventually. Things, and it, we'll, we'll find a solution. But right now, it's like it, it's it, it it's really taking a toll on me, and I'm like ready to fucking punch a wall. But you know what? What's done? It's what's, Giants what's ain't helping. Done. Yeah, Giants ain't helping right now. Let's go to the Jets. Uh, Tim, pretty good game to you know ride on with the Jets here. Yeah, um, you know you got to take some moral victories, right? And I know Jets don't yeah. come out on top against the Chiefs, but they keep this a close game. You know, it's it's a one score game. They lose by three. Um, there were some questionable calls towards the end. I I don't want to dwell over those. 
I, I, I don't think that was a hold. I don't know if you think that. I don't think you think that was a hold uh, by uh, think, Sauce Gardner. Okay. Do you, I do you think it was opinion? a hold is Jermaine Johnson getting picked up? What? Yeah. I th- No, that Sauce play was a hold. Jermaine Johnson. Wait. The Sauce play was holding. The Jermaine Johnson play was also holding. That should have been called. Yeah. I, listen, I, I understand there was like a slight tap in the shoulder or whatever from Sauce Gardner. I get that. But the way the game is playing out, you know, there's been plays like that all game. It's tough. You go down, it's like three minutes left, two minutes left, and you decide to, you know, call something like that. It's it's frustrating, not just for me as a fan, but it has to be for the Jets. And it clearly was. He was not happy on Monday if anyone saw his tweets. Um, oh, saying yes. if I was Maybe if I was a Swifty, wouldn't call it. Does this mean I'm a Swifty? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you got, you got to take some moral victories. They shut down uh, Travis Kelsey. I mean, he really didn't have a day. They gave Patrick Mahomes problems. I mean, problem after problem. They were picking him off. They were getting in the backfield, and he he didn't have a good day either. Zach Wilson played yeah, the best game. Not. I think Zach Wilson played the best game. I think I've seen him play his entire career, and and it's been like that week in and week out. I mean, he's pro- progressively getting better. This is a huge step forward. It's a huge sign. Uh, it's it's tough. The O line played well. Joe Tipman's been phenomenal. I mean, he's probably been one of the best O line in the NFL, and. For them to lose like that, yeah, it hurts, but it's the Chiefs, you know, you take moral victory, you move on to next week in Denver, and you play a very weak Denver team who just barely snuck on a win last week. They barely sneak out a win last week. You're going a mile high against probably an aggravated Sean Payton after they lose 70 nothing, and then, you know, deal with what they did last week. Yes. I think I think they, they take care of business there. They get back on the right track. If Zach Wilson plays like he did at MetLife, well, they'll have no problems with that defense. So I'm I'm just gonna take some positives from this. We're one and three, yes, but this is not a one and three team. I think they can they can move build off this and you know be a little bit better. Yeah, uh, I want to get to the Bengals because they had a horrible horrible loss against Tennessee. And what does this mean now for Joe Burrow? Because this is like this is bad. Yeah, um, it is bad and make things worse. I mean, now T Higgins got a broken rib, so you lo- you lose yeah. your second receiver. They just can't move the football. Um, I don't really know what it, the O line doesn't look great. He's he's dealing with injury. They're getting back to him, and Jamar Chase doesn't seem to be happy. I yeah, just he does. I don't know. I don't know. This Bengals team are they frauds? Yeah, very well could be. They very well could be frauds. The way this O line's playing and, and the way their defense is, I feel like if Joe Burrow was healthy, though, he would. It would be a completely different story. I think it's all because of Joe Burrow in that calf injury. There. Because he can't really do much. He can't escape the pocket because he's got this lingering calf issue. And I know he's trying to tough it out. And I know the backup options for Cincinnati aren't great. It, it's not It's not looking bright in Cincinnati right now. I don't even think that they make the playoffs. No, I don't. And, and this is one of the tougher divisions in the NFL. I Get the Steelers out of here because I don't, you know, they yeah, stink. No. But they stink. But you're dealing with the Browns and a Ravens team that, you know, both could very well be pushing for a playoff spot, and you get off to a slow start like this, it's it's going to be hard to jump back. Um, the real thing for me is this: this O line has to step up. If they don't, yeah. if they don't give him more time, because you know he can't move. If they don't give him enough time in the pocket to, you know, at least get a second read, they're going to be. I mean, this we could be looking at a team that top ten pick, maybe. I know maybe. it's early, but uh, I know it's early, but maybe is it is it hard? I mean, after three points, is it really hard to say that? Tim. What? That last part we did, it never saved. About the Giants? <laughs> yeah. 
All right, then rant about the Giants. Let's talk about the Giants real quick again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so if you're seeing this for the first go around, I, this, it, I, I can't. Dude, I'm fucking losing my shit with this, man. I'm like... What happened? No, I'm just like, I'm ready to explode. Like, this yeah. is like... It's frustrating, for sure. <laughs> um, with this whole fucking Riverside... Or actually, wait, no. Or is it the same recording? I'm so lost. I don't... It, I don't know. Well... <laughs> listen, if it's the same recording, it's the same recording, but we'll just go briefly. The Giants stink. They haven't looked well. Yeah, um, it's not good. It's not good. We could just leave it at that. <laughs> it's not good. Um, God. Sticking with football. Let's talk about another uh, team that's that I just mentioned and has been utterly disappointing. The Steelers. Um, yeah, I, I think that's more of a Matt Canada issue rather than a uh, like just a team issue. Just the yeah. play calling is just not good. I know Kenny Pickett gets hurt. He's probably not going to miss time with that knee injury. So... Maybe we'll see, but I think once Matt Canada is out of there, we'll take the team seriously. I will say, though, the Texans might be legit here. I think C.J. Stroud looks like Justin Herbert rookie season kind of kind of thing. Stroud boys. Yeah. Stroud and, boys. Love it. And I, I'm still going to say that I think Bryce Young has a higher ceiling, but C.J. Stroud looks like a damn good quarterback, and it seems like they got their guy for a long time. So I'm happy for Texans fans. I'm happy they got their guy. The D lines look well. The O lines played better than people have expected. So, this may be a team we're talking about in two or three years that's fighting for a playoff spot. Right now, I don't think so. But you know, it's it's up in Texas. It, you know, Houston they're up right now, so I'll give them props. Yeah, uh, they play Atlanta. I wouldn't mind taking but- Houston by the money line. That might be a best bet for tomorrow. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, any other football? Uh, oh, <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, as much as I am an appreciator of Taylor Swift's music, enough is enough. I'm losing it. Yeah, yeah uh, like, it's cool. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's cool. That she's dating Travis Kelsey, and or allegedly, and doing all this stuff. I think it's cool. Increases viewership for the NFL. And you know, gets a lot more viewers and uh, and listeners to like stuff like that, which is great, great for everyone. Everyone wins. Do we got to show her after every touchdown? Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco, and this is something that I'm not. Again, I don't like Taylor Swift, but this would get me aggravated. Anything. This is a New Jersey kid, right? He goes to Rutgers. His whole family's at this game. This is a guy New Jersey through and through, and he scores a touchdown. Give him his moment. Don't flash the 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 camera to Taylor Swift when a New Jersey homegrown kid, you know, probably gets one of the biggest touchdowns of his life just in front of his whole family in the NFL. And at least let him celebrate, you know, don't pan off of him. I don't know. That pissed yeah. me off a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, that was, that was annoying. Um, let's talk some fantasy football. We haven't talked fantasy football at all this year. Uh, <laughs> Sam, how's your team doing? I'm two and two. two and two. Two and two. Okay. Oh, Aiden. <laughs> yeah. Slaughtered that man. I can't. I don't even. Tough, tough bout for Aiden. But the final standing projection. No, this final standing projection is hilarious. He went from one to last. Yes, (laughs) he went from one to (laughs) last. Uh, I just like to thank Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams for saving my season. 
Yeah. So shout out to I, you. Oh my god. <laughs> I like um, was almost in tears when Nick Chubb went down. I was like, wait a minute. I have Kyron Williams, and then I snag Puka Nakua, who has just been incredible. And then I have Cooper Cup coming back from IR this week. So yeah. Um, three... Rams bye week, I'm fucked. But other than that, I'm great. <laughs> I, I'm dealing with two running backs on a bye this week. So hopefully Brees Hall Oof. and DeAndre Swift can carry me. I'm sure they yeah. will. You got Jack this week. Oh. Uh, I just want to say real quick to anyone really looking for a guy to get out in fantasy that is probably not too expensive, someone you could actually play at a wide receiver two or a flex position every week. Adam Thielen's floor is probably going to be capped at where it is right now. You're looking at a guy who's yeah. you know, averaging at least six targets a game, six receptions. I mean, he's getting at least eight targets, nine targets. They like to move the ball to him. He's a reliable receiver. He plays over the middle a lot. This is a guy who's going to get the football. He's going to make plays. So if you really need a receiver and you're not willing to give up too much, this might be a guy to look for. Yeah. Um. Any other football stuff? Like, oh, we could talk some college. I mean, so. This is probably going to go to air on, well, today. And then Thursday we'll have our bets slated. So let's talk uh, this college football weekend. Uh, Colorado proves, uh, they prove us wrong, kind of, sort of. They get the cover against uh, USC. Mm. They only lose by seven. Prove, mm. it was... prove us wrong is a stretch. <laughs> I, think, I, think it, I think USC just proved us right that their defense is atrocious. Yeah, that defense scares me. When they go to Notre Dame in a couple weeks, it, or in not even a couple weeks, like two weeks, it's going to Oregon might beat it, the it, wheels off them. Like, Oregon yeah, actually that might too. beat. So, big win for Oregon. Um, yeah, big win for Notre Dame. Big cover, good bounce back win. Uh, sucks that uh, Riley Leonard for Duke got injured. Uh, horrible, an- not a horrible ankle injury, but they'll likely keep him out. It's not, they're, they're not going to lose him for the season. Next week, though, we got the Red River shootout or rivalry, whatever the hell you want to call it, between Texas and Oklahoma. LSU plays Missouri. That's going to be a big one. Uh, Alabama, Texas. That's it. Alabama, Texas. Alabama, Texas A&M. Always a big one. Notre Dame goes to Louisville on Saturday as well. And then uh, two weeks from now, Tim, the big one, the granddaddy. Not really the granddaddy of them all. Uh, Your Ducks are going uh, going to Washington. That's a big one. Yeah, that's that's a really big game. Um, I'm nervous. This is the one team in the Pac-12 that kind of scares me. I mean, a little bit of Oregon State too. Oregon State just really knows how to play Oregon well, but Washington's a tough team, and yeah, it, it could go either way. I mean, it's really how is Bo Nix going to show out? You know, is is the offense going to play up to up to par? I think the defense will show up. Is Bucky Irvin going to have a good game? You know, receiving wise, is Troy Franklin you know going to produce? I don't know. I hope so. I hope they keep the tempo they've been playing with up. But this is a tough Washington team. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. I know he hasn't. Stats aren't great. Dude, he's legit. But that's what I was just about to say. I know stats aren't crazy. His QBR is, what, third in the country? But his passing passing yards aren't aren't crazy. But they're, yeah. Ridiculous. He's going to be a problem. And I'm really hoping they can shut him down. That's the only shot they, they really have against this number seven Washington team. But it's it's going to be a good matchup. Eight for seven. I'm obviously yeah. right with Oregon, but it, it should be a good game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, anything else? Oh, uh, we got to go NBA. Uh, Drew Holiday is a uh, Boston Celtic. Yeah, so two juggernauts in the East. 
I don't really know how this seeding is going to play out, to be honest with you. I could really see the Celtics or Bucks taking the one spot. But when you go past the one and two, my question is, how do you see the rest of this Eastern Conference playing out? Because, you know, the Sixers get worse. I, I want to say the Knicks get a little bit better. You know, the Nets yeah, are going to be... Yeah, uh, Nets are the Nets. Yeah, Cavs, you know, the Cavs get a little bit better. They add depth on the bench. I want to I wanna hear your three to eight. Those five teams and three how they're going to gonna slot. Okay. Just before, give me the three to eight. Give me number three to number number eight. And go in that order. Okay. Three to eight. Jesus. All right. I'm going to go with... I'm going to try to base it off of... Let me pull up last year because my uh, my short term memory is going to be uh, showing right now. That's okay. Fair. Do I? Exp- this is like this is the thing though. Like the Heat, I, I don't know about the Heat because they lose Struess, they lose uh, Gabe Vincent. Something tells me that the Sixers are going to stay at that three spot now that Harden's back. So no doubt, I think the number one is going to be, I think the Celtics go one and the Bucks go two. Next, yep. I have the Sixers. I'm going to swap. I'm going to swap the Knicks and the Cavs. So the Knicks are going to be four. The Cavs are going to be five. Another playoff series. <laughs> Give me the Heat at six. Then the Nets at seven. And now here's my sleeper for eight. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Well, I might as well quick. go nine and ten. I mean, I hate this is a ten-team okay. playoff, but <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, then I'll go Toronto at eight, nine, nine. Give me the Pacers, and at ten, I think the Bulls sneak in there by the skin of their teeth. Okay, I like it. I mean, yeah, no, that all makes sense. I'm not, I'm not knocking yeah. any of that. I got Celtics one. I'm gonna go Bucks two, Cavs three. I'm gonna keep Knicks at four. <sighs> this is tough because it's like there's a lot of teams I could honestly see kind of jumping up in that spot. You know that that yeah five. Mm. All right, I'm gonna go Celtics, Bucks, Cavs, Knicks. I'm gonna go Sixers after the Knicks. I think. Okay. Sixers will take what that six spot, or is that five? What no? Celtics, Bucks, Cavs, Knicks. Yeah, Sixers at what five? Sixers at five. Yes. Yeah. Then I'll go at six. I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna say that at six, Brooklyn. No, I'm gonna say Brooklyn drops and put Miami at six. I think Miami is a better regular season. They were only out by a game last year. I think they take that six spot. Seven, seven. I'm going to go Brooklyn, 8, Pacers, 9, Toronto, and 10. I'm actually going to put the Detroit, uh, Detroit Pistons in. Um, they get a healthy really? Kate, they get a healthy Cade Cunningham back, so they're getting the guy that they, you know, their guy back, and I think he's going to show out and have a big year. It's a young team. You know, they're very exciting. I think that they have the potential to be a 10 seed. Do I see them doing a lot of damage? No. But I think okay. Detroit basketball finally finally takes a step forward. And they get back on the right track led by Kate Cunningham. So that's my little sleeper there. I'm going to have them in a 10. And maybe, maybe winning a play-in game. Maybe winning a play-in series and moving on. Maybe. Maybe moving to that, fight that, okay. you know, 7-8 kind of battle there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Detroit at my 10 spot. All right. All right. Interesting. 
Um, Jimmy Butler with uh, emo hair. <laughs> with the emo hair. What, what, what do we What do we think about that? <laughs> I think it's funny. I mean, last year he showed up in dreads. You know, he does this. Yeah, seems like a recurring thing. I think the it's emo. Funny, you the, know, and the emo thing definitely like throws me off. But, well, uh, I yeah. think you know. <laughs> I like the emo thing. I think it's cool. You know, Dame just gets traded to the Bucks. Obviously, everyone in the East is a little. Well, oh, what the hell? About that. But I like it. I think it's funny. So props yeah. to him. Um, I'll say it. Screw it. Um, we're gonna have uh, Jake and Matt on for Tuesday's episode for uh, our hockey preview. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, can't wait to talk some hockey. Can't wait to have Matt back on since he uh, went Hollywood on us and uh, went viral. Yeah. But you know what? Nice to nice to have a friend of a pro. Always nice to have a friend of the program on. Um, yeah, that, that, that's all I got for ho- that's all I got for hockey. Unless there was some like yeah, preseason shit. No, that I mean just broke. NHL's coming in full swing. Uh, Bedard gets his first goal last night. It was an empty netter. I'm sure that's how everyone expected it to go in. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited for the year. I think you know Zegers just gets resigned three years, five point seven five AAV. So he finally they hold that lockout. Finally comes to an end. Is a little more than I probably would have gave him. I don't think I would have went over five five. I mean, he's a sixty point guy. Definitely, right now, I would. I, I get the three year bridge deal. I hundred percent understand that. He's got to prove more in a two way game, so it makes more sense to you know give him a bridge contract. I don't think the Ducks are going to be good. I don't think the Hawks are going to be good. I really think right now, Isles and Rangers are a three four seed potential flip. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Could be an interesting year, but we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. I already have like my standings ready. Like I'm ready to. Re- I'm just ready to let it all out. On uh, we're recording it on Monday for a Tuesday upload, but I'm ready to let it all out. I'm very excited for hockey, especially for the latter two. So oh, much more interesting when there's hockey on. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So now if my math is right, should be at like forty, minutes- thirty-seven. <laughs> 17 minutes Before for the first that, half. We kept recording. Then we were at like 15 when we crapped out the second go around. Now we're at 19. So let me see. 17 plus 15 plus 19. 37 minutes. Okay. Tomorrow's going to be def- a big one. Big episode. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. Big so, episode. I'm going to have some nice picks for dude, tomorrow. I, I'm very excited for that, but I'm we're we're, tr- we're trying our hardest out here, man. <laughs> you don't I understand this. Like, I mean, I, yeah. we got Ethernet cables in here. I'm doing. We're doing our best. It's just. Do you know what you could get? But like, I don't know if it would like work. I mean, I get a router those, extender. That that or do you know like those like Wi-Fi packs? They're That's like, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the router like fifty extender. bucks. Yeah, yeah, I have one in my like, house. Well, I'm it saying basically it, like it moves your, your Wi-Fi on stero- No, but like it, there's like a thing that you like plug into your computer, but also plug into the wall, and it's like it basically like puts your Wi-Fi on steroids. I have uh, at my house. I'll bring it up when I come back home from break. It's a router extender, and you put it in your room, so it essentially moves the router to your room. Okay. So- so I'll probably just bring that up, and then it'll right. make it better. You could plug Ethernet cables into that, and probably yeah, work much better. Because we tried. So the reason why we missed out, well, I think we already told that the reason why we missed out uh, a couple weeks ago is because of that. We tried uploading an episode, just couldn't work. Like Tim couldn't yeah. even get into the studio because of I how mean bad the Wi-Fi was right now without the cameras on, it works fine. So we'll find, yeah, we'll so try and figure yeah. out a way to work this both hopefully ways. We'll figure it we out. Have, hopefully we have video recording. I mean, the green light is on on my computer, so I'm assuming that we're 
be our faces are being recorded. If not, I can just have Matt just put a picture pictures of us on our screens, and then you can just hear the audio, which kind of sucks. But well, we'll figure I mean, it, it out. is what it is. We'll we're gonna we're out. gonna have to figure it out at some point, but we're we're working towards it. Yeah. I promise there's a, you. There's a solution for everything, and uh, yeah, we're getting, there. Lo- we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> just don't think that we've just given up. That that's that's all we ask. Yes, trust me. We're trying. We're, trying. we're gonna have we're gonna have an episode tomorrow, and we're gonna this have great picks vi- tomorrow. Oh yeah, if you, we need we need winners, that that's all I'm gonna I'm gonna go three and three. Like, I'm gonna beat you because I'm I'm up on you in the series right now. I mean, how does that make you one, feel? I don't want by one. It's by yeah, but one I'm, game. I'm by, yeah. You, hey, I mean, I hey, this is what happened last it's, year, and then I ran away with it. So it's, I'm just it's saying, week fi- it's week five. It's week I, five. All right, it's all week right. five. There's 18 weeks of the football season. Hey, I'm not also, eating those wings. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm instituting a rule: whoever wins has to pay for it. it, it that it, to make it fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like okay. if I if I win, I'll buy you the wings. Clearly, I'm Perfect. not going to just make you buy. How many wings are we doing? Are we? It's a challenge. It like you got to eat ten. It's ten. That's oh, what the challenge is. Ten. Yeah. Oh, Jesus fuck. You don't have to beat oh the challenge. God. You just have to attempt it. Okay, I don't have to beat hey, it. I'm right. only up one. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's a one. It's a one score game here. I mean, yeah. This is anyway. I went zero and three. What I got one and three week one, one and two, whatever. So, yeah. I mean, it. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So, and, <sighs> I'm about to have uh, a three and three week. Hey, we both went two and one. This is a build off moment. All right. Yeah. It's a build off moment. Yeah, it's a build off moment. There's a reason why they call week three a trap week. Yeah. Because. The teams that do good in week one and don't do well in week two, you're very confused on who to bet on. Like, Texans were 0-2. A lot of people had the Jags. They fucking kicked the Jaguars' ass. It's, it's, hard. Texans, it's hard to bet on. Do the Texans even... I mean, we could go back to football, I guess. Do the Texans like actually have a shot at winning this division? It's a week one, so maybe. <laughs> it's a Maybe. I mean, it happens every year where a team in the, in the NFL, no matter the division... The year before, they start last, and then a year later, they win the division. Happened last year with the, I believe it happened last year with the Jaguars when they had Urban Meyer. And then the next year, first year with Doug Peterson, they skyrocket to first place. So maybe we'll see what happens here. So Jaguars get a first place schedule. Texans have a pretty easy yeah. schedule. I uh, I do want to mention something. Uh, I don't think we touched base in the Ryder Cup at all, but if you're a golf oh, fan, God. embarrassing for the U.S. You're just disgusted. Embarrassing. You're, like, if you're a U.K. Disgusted. guy, congrats to you. Or you Europe guy, Fuck rather. Zach Johnson. Because that was disgusting what he did. He literally picked his friends. It was literally like a Pearl River Little League All-Star game where he I, just it, picked his friends. It was a popularity contest. It was not, a, it was not by any means good golf from the U.S. They got smoked through and through. I... Max Homa was the only one. I mean, shout he put out, his yeah, team on the back. I was, was going to say, shout out Max Homa because he fucking I, put the team on his back. Two chip-ins, that one from the – I mean, that was downhill. Was he yeah. even in the bunker? I mean, it was, he had, he played great, but if you're a golf fan, that was that was very tough to watch if you're a U.S. guy because it's just – that, that was – because we, everyone had high expectations. I mean, this is – we won yeah, last year. I, I was riding you in, you, Oh, and it's uh, – whatever. It sucks. It you sucks because, you know – you, you know where they are in 2025, Tim? Where? They're in Long Island. I would love to stop by. And not maybe... at a Shinnec- not at Shinnecock, but the other one. Beth, Beth Page? Page? They're yeah, playing they're black? Oh, dude, it's down the road from my buddy's house. We might as well go. <laughs> oh, we might as well go to that. Holy shit. And we'll be, like, graduated from college and everything, too. I mean, I've, I'll ask my, my brother would definitely want to go to that. All right, well, well that, that's two, uh, David. That's two I, years I, now. We'll, we'll figure that out. Two years from now. <laughs> um, anything else? I mean, like, just general stuff? general sports stuff we stick to sports here um um 
called some controversy. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, I like touch base on the Chandler Jones situation. If anyone's following that, oh, dude, this is so he re- reportedly been released from the team. I I can't imagine any other situation going. He's he's probably done. Um, he's in jail, right? He's in like a mental institution right now. Um. Oh God. Yeah, he's dealing. I mean, this is a thing you see constantly with football players, and it sucks. But mental health is a serious thing with CTE and stuff. I mean, it's really banging these guys up. And this, this is no different from an Antonio Brown type type thing. I mean, he's really going off the rails here. And yeah. It's scary to see some of these things he's saying. I know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't even want to get like, into what the, happened? Yeah, like, you don't want to get into the nitty gritty of it. But Now that you mentioned that, though, like I saw a tweet today. It just shows how like lucky the Chiefs are. Um, so Randy, uh, yeah, I can't talk. So, last offseason, Raiders add Chandler Jones, Chargers added J.C. Jackson, Broncos added Randy Gregory. All all three players were either cut or traded this week. My gosh, J.C. Jackson just got two huge things, Back to New England. Back to New England. Christian Gonzalez, reportedly done for the year. That sucks. Oregon product, the guy's a stud. But that sucks. But J.C. Jackson going back... that's big. This is, this is, he really, big. He really shined under that New England defense, and to get him back, and then he's still like he's got like three years left in his contract. Yeah, if I'm no, not mistaken. Yes, he's no, got. He would have three years left in his contract, and soon you're going to have Christian Gonzalez and J.C. Jackson. That's huge. That's big. And, and I think That's... really, and I really think in, in like two or three years, we're going to be talking about Christian Gonzalez as the top five corner in the league. What he's shown through I the agree. first four weeks Absolutely. of him playing, this guy is shut down. He's a stud. And if he didn't get hurt, I mean, potential if he played at this, kept ten, continued to play at this pace, I mean, he'd be in conversation for defense player, uh, defensive rookie of the year. So, oh yeah, it's a tough beat for them. Helps the Jets out a little bit, especially they can't beat New England. So it, it's nice to get a guy who shut down Garrett Wilson off the field. But yeah, it's uh, it it's sucks. a tough scene. It's a tough scene for a guy that honestly he's an Oregon product. So of course I'm gonna be rooting for him. I mean, even when they lost, the Jets lose to New England. I was like, damn, Christian Gonzalez played a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I'll mention my TikTok. Uh, be sure to follow uh, Dan Layton CBB on TikTok, where you will get all of my predictions for the top twenty-five. I already revealed my uh, first two, number twenty-five and number twenty-four, St. John's and Florida, and then yeah. I have to make my number twenty-three, which I think is USC. So that seriously, definitely, though, check out these videos; they're hella informational. Stan's going deep in depth on these teams. He's giving you a whole rundown of what the lineup's going to look like. So. If you're really into college yes. basketball, this is this is these are videos you should watch. Yes, and be sure on the lookout during the season. A lot of gambling stuff. Definitely be giving out plays of the day, probably every day, and probably every day because I bet on college basketball whenever I can. So be on the lookout for those. Hopefully, I could win you guys some money. Hopefully, I mean, I'm tr- I'm trying to get like sh- shit done for like this upcoming season because this upcoming season is big not only for duke it's a big college basketball season it feels it's like the same thing with college football it's like the last year of like normal college athletics you know even conferences all this so last go around for uh not necessarily normal but the one the stuff that we're used to for uh college college athletics all right moving on what i saw tim you go first uh, again, it wouldn't be me if I wasn't doing the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah, I played you, a, can I, played a, can I guess, can I guess what you shot? Yeah, it was 18. Okay. It was all 18 holes. 
Yep. Uh, par what? Uh, the par was seventy-two. You shot an eighty-four. You are damn close. I shot an eighty-six. Oh, Hell of a damn. game. Though. Yeah, I should have shot an eighty-four. I shot this, an eighty-six. This is going to be the game now. This is going to be the game. Take a guess <laughs> at what I shot. Gonna, I'm going to guess what you shot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, a game now. I'm holding the scorecard right here. It, it, it all comes back to hole three. All right, I had a tough drive. <laughs> it put me in the woods. I had a tough layout shot. I had to take a drop. I was already down. Then I smoked. You know, I stick the green two putt. I get a seven. Yeah, you know that sucks. <laughs> That's what are these really, days? What are these really days? I'm gonna flip the script, and then my what I saw is gonna be I played around in golf. Yeah, it should be. I mean, just great. I mean, I can go hole for hole if you want, but I started off par <laughs> no, par, no. and then I went trip. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's all I'm gonna say. I started par par <laughs> and then tripled. So if that triple isn't there, we're looking at a really really good round. Uh, my what I saw is uh, Cooper Flag. Uh, big news for Cooper Flag. Uh, he was down to three schools, Kansas, Duke, and uh, UConn. Uh, visited Duke over the summer. Cooper Flag visited UConn the other a uh, couple weeks ago. Cooper Flag's visit to Kansas was supposed to be this weekend, and he canceled the visit, which leads me to believe that he is down to two schools, Duke and UConn. Cooper Flag is actually going for a second visit. For uh, Countdown to Craziness, which is like their uh, Midnight Madness type thing, uh, hype before the season. So hopefully that sways him over, that wins him over, goes to Duke. God, it would be so big if we get Cooper Flag, man. I'm just, I'm hoping and praying. I know a lot of crystal balls have him going to Duke. I mean, I hope he even goes the college route. I mean, it's still the back of your mind that he could flip a switch and be in the G League, so. I think he said he's going to college. I I don't think the G, yeah. So hope I'm hoping and praying. Yeah, he would look nice that, with a uh, Blue Devils jersey, especially the white I one. I know. Well, actually, well, you know what? Listen to this. So the UConn part scared me because, you know, Donovan Klingon, the big tall kid on uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On UConn. He, uh, so his mom, who has, so Cooper Flagg's mom and Donovan Klingon's mom uh, were college teammates, I believe at University of Maine. And so hopefully that doesn't uh, – hopefully history doesn't repeat itself where – well, I, I'll, I think Klingon's going into the draft at the end of this year. But hopefully that – I'm just, just go to Duke, Cooper, please. God. Make my life easier. <laughs> make my life easier. Don't make me hate you. Although I don't hate UConn. I might be going to UConn in a couple, in, uh, in a couple of months. We'll see what happens there, but – I'm hoping and praying Cooper Flag is in a Duke uniform because if not, then I don't know what I'll do. Big year for Duke coming up, though. Jared McCain's going to be the best shooter in the country. You heard it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh God! Like I can lace the ball. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. This team's deep, man. I could sit here. Uh, you know how Tim can just how Tim you can just sit there and talk hockey. I could sit here and just talk college basketball for two hours. I, I and, could sit here and talk, I, and you're going to laugh. This is what I was doing two days ago. Me and my roommate, he's a huge LeBron guy too. Love LeBron, but I'm a, oh I'm, just, I'm a huge Cavs guy. Everyone knows that. I sat and we sat in my room and we watched 2016, <laughs> 2015, 2017 playoff highlights for like an hour and a half. So I could, I could talk. 
I mean, I could just sit and talk sports till my my mouth falls off. But that was really funny. I was watching. I I mean, I could pull back the games we were watching. The moments. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh my god! It was the best basketball team I've um, ever seen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chase Claypool, Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson out for Thursday night thir- for the Thursday night game. That game's gonna suck. Um. I have a top five list for us today. Here we go. What do we through, got? Top five. Through week four, your most disappointing fantasy performers, five to one. Not <laughs> not just on your team, but in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I know the clear cut number. Ooh, ooh, it's hard to debate who. Okay. Number five, I know it's not really his fault, but I'm going to say Joe Mixon for this one. Okay. I know it's not really. I know it's not really his. And I have Joe Mixon on two of my teams, and I know it's not really his fault. But and I know the offensive line's not good, but I just feel like his production just like isn't there. And I know that Joe Mixon got a lot of his production from when you know the pocket would collapse on Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow would just check it down to Mixon. Good, outstanding for PPR, but just this year, I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it with Joe Mixon this year. I know he had a big touchdown. Uh, a couple of weeks ago against LA, but other than that, like I haven't really been moved by Joe Mixon. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, at five, it's tough because there's there's a lot of guys I could just start. You know, lack of production, they're not getting the ball enough. The guy for me that's really one of them is Dalvin Cook. I'm gonna him have him. Sorry, okay. have him at five. No fault to him, really. Just you know, not getting the ball as much as we expected him to. It's it's a lot less, you know, of a split backfield than we thought it was going to. So I'm just going to put Dalvin Dalvin Cook at five. Not not his fault, but he's just not getting the ball enough. All right. My number four. We are going to go with... God, I'm like trying to like find... Like people that have just been like not good. Oh, Jameer Gibbs. He's on my list too. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs. Like again, not his fault. Not his fault at all. It's just that Dan Campbell refuses to put him on the field. I think that Jameer. They're treating Jameer Gibbs as how how they treated DeAndre Swift last year, where he would get the majority of the load, but once they sit in the red zone, it's going right to David Montgomery. And that's that's exactly what they did. But the thing that I don't understand is why would you <laughs> trade up to get a guy like that when you could easily get someone like that in the free agent market with how the running back market has been? So I, I don't know. It, it seems to be working for them because they've been winning a lot of games. So who am I yeah. to judge? You can't. Yeah, you can't judge. I'm not. not it's just fantasy. Um. I'm going to go four. I'm going to say T. Higgins. I know he's hurt, and I know he's questionable, missed some yeah. time. But if you if you just look down, other than his week two performance, which, yeah, was great, he's been limited, very, very limited. Week one, eight targets, zero receptions. Week two, eight targets, two receptions, 21 yards. And you know, week three, four targets, two receptions, 19 yards. He's got 4.1 and 3.9 in the last two weeks, and he had a zero spot week one. You know, people going into this year really thought he could be like a valuable wide receiver number two on any fantasy team just because his red zone targets are really high. We're not seeing enough of that, and again, it, it's not his fault. It's it's just this offense isn't working like we thought it was going to, 
And, you know, he's just a byproduct of that. So I'm just going to have him at four. Uh, my number three, this is actually a shocker. My number three is going to be Rashad Penny. That's a really good one. Thank you. Uh, I noticed it just from like doing drafts and mock drafts all summer, he was in like the 60s, 70s year. range. Like he had a pretty good year until he got hurt last year. Goes to the Eagles, you think he's going to shine. But then they have all these running backs of Kenneth Gainwell and DeAndre Swift. And then I feel like once DeAndre Swift had that game against Minnesota back in week two, I feel like they haven't looked back since. So I know a lot of people drafted Rashad Penny pretty high, like sixth, seventh round maybe. And he just, I don't think he's even like touched the field. Like that's, ugh. They just, I mean. Yeah. I was disappointed with Rashad Penny. I don't have him, but he's definitely uh, up there for big, big bust this year. No, that's fair. I'm going to have, uh, at number three, I'm going to take, actually, what you said. I'm going to run with Jameer Gibbs. I think he's definitely on my list. It's tough, especially going in this year. People had him really high ranked. You know, an explosive rookie and went yeah, on the field and makes a lot of plays. Yeah. But he, he just, he, he's gonna, not going to so, go enough. Yeah, I'm going to swap uh, Jameer Gibbs is at three and then give me uh, Rashad Penny at four. All right, so then what are we looking at one and two? It. I think one and two for me is... I uh, I have my two uh, if you wanted my two. Yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead. Um now I, I'm only saying he's at two just because like, he's dealing with some lingering injuries and, and the team hasn't been as great production, but I'm gonna actually have Joe Burrow at two. Wow. The uh, thirty one ranked quarterback. This is a guy people, you know, drafted high in their leagues, expected huge things from him. So I know some people had him as an MVP candidate, but you know, from what he's showed out so far, it's just it's been it's almost, you know, averaging seven points a week. I mean you almost want to bench him, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have him at at number two, and uh, on my list. Yeah, uh, my number two is gonna be. Uh, it's hard to debate, like which one because my number two is gonna be Kyle Pitts. No, yeah. my number two is no, my number two is Najee Harris. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because it's just like watching this guy run, and, and now it's clear my number one's going to be Kyle Pitts. That's but, my number one, too, so if we just might as well get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. With Najee Harris, I feel I'm not putting Najee Harris at one because we saw the same thing last year with Najee Harris. I think it's come down. I, I think the overall consensus on Najee Harris is he's not good. No, he Kyle runs like Pitts, a tight end. Yeah. Kyle Pitts is so damn talented, and he's ranked so high amongst all the tight ends every year because of what he can do. It's just that the quarterbacks that he is around are so terrible. Desmond Ritter looked like shit in that London game. Marcus Mariota did not look good at all last year. I think if they bring in Heineke, Kyle Pitts shines. Because for whatever reason, Taylor Heineke just seems like the guy. We saw it in Washington like for what was it, like two, three years where, like, he led the team to these, like, come-from-behind victories. He always had them in games, and he utilizes the targets so well. I think Heineke shot. I think Heineke makes pits. Yeah. No, I, uh, I I agree with you on that. I think he, again, byproduct of bad quarterback play and bad play calling for him, realistically. I mean, he's not getting the ball as much as he should be. I understand you like to run two tight ends. I, I get it. It's not a fantasy game. It's a real football game. But Gianno Smith and Kyle Pitts should not be one reception different than each other. I mean, it shouldn't be 20 to 21. It should be a lot different. The ball should be getting the pits a lot more. He, he's dynamic. He can make plays. And this is, again, year, this is, what, this is the third, second year, third year we've been saying this? 
Uh, yes. How many, third year I've been saying this is his, his breakout year fantasy-wise, and it's just, it just it hasn't happened. I don't know if it ever will with this quarterback room, with Desmond Ritter. Hopefully Heineke, if he does come in, can turn it around. But yeah, this is this is someone, all the talent in the world, and you just, you just want to stay away from. <laughs> yeah. Um, honorable mention... Like I can't even like think of one right now. Like, oh, um... uh, Rashad Penny be my honorable mention, but also Cam Akers. Anyone who drafted him, I mean, it was just never yeah. gonna work out. It was never Dude, gonna work out. Yeah, it, it, we've seen it year and year and every year again. It's just he gets less and less and less, and it's got to be something within the locker room. They don't like him as a scheme. He's got all the talent in the world. He'd be a great running back. It's just Kyron Williams has taken over that role, and it's it's not gonna be him. So. Cam Akers is that honorable match for me. Do I include Austin Eckler? I would. I was going to put him on my list too, and not for performance-wise. The fact that he just, yeah, just does, never wants to stay in the field. I, yeah. He, when he's on the field, he's a thirty. He can get you thirty fantasy points, but he just never wants to play. It's tough. It's tough when your number one option in fantasy that I do have is made of glass. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Shit happens. Um. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, we went on for a while. This is going to be a long one. From dating <laughs> back to fucking yesterday. And to, so this seems like this one's like the way to go. I think both of us with our cameras off, hopefully if we, hopefully well, our fa- our faces are being recorded. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually figure it out. But right now with the cameras off, it's probably our best bet. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that doesn't fuck over our YouTube, but whatever. Nonetheless, uh, also, if we never got to that recording, ladder challenge is going to be uh, Brewers, Diamondbacks, no runs in the first inning. So we're on there day three. Hopefully a simple six outs gets us to a simple six outs gets us land. to uh, <laughs> day four. Because one, I, I think once day four starts rolling around. What, oh, shit. I just realized. What? Is there, is there like big – if we get to Friday. Oh, when we, we get do? to Friday, we'll we'll deal we'll deal with it Friday. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I know I'm thinking ahead, but <laughs> this is like, the is first time like... we've gotten two in a row. Let's let's work two week. <laughs> let's work second time, now. second yeah. time. Actually, All right, wait. Let's work to no. Yeah, no, th- no. This isn't uh or no. Did we win the first two? I'm no, we won it. the first one. No, it doesn't matter. This is, this the... is yeah. This is the... Let's just we're we're here now, and we're gonna we're gonna win today. <laughs> All right, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, X, and TikTok. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube, like this video on YouTube. Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars? Five stars only. And we will see you guys tomorrow for our uh, picks and predictions for week five. And college football as well. All right. Peace out, guys.